All right, and then let's get this clap sync over with before it gets too long. All right, clap sync. Three, two, one. Wonderful. All right. One one day we'll do a sneeze clap. That day is not today, though. Yeah, I, sneeze sync. I'm willing to go out there and say we may not do that. <laughs> That's just like I'm just like you know I'm just calling it the way I see it. Um, I feel like in the interesting stance, McCoy. In the time, yeah, right? maybe in the time of a pandemic, it's not the best thing to do a sneeze class. Sneeze yeah, sink. Right? too soon. Yeah, too soon. Exactly. Just like giving people panic attacks on the other side, even though they know it's not rational, but they're just like, "Fuck me." Yeah. If dude. only like there was a podcast statistic that would show like retention minutes of like how long somebody's listened to an episode. Is there a metric like that or no? So basically, no, because okay. the the form. So sometimes I I get the sense that like some uh hosts or whatever the fuck like can give you better statistics but basically the premise of the technology behind podcasts is like you just send them the file and you have no essentially watch or rights over it after that like does apple have these stats if you're using their apple podcast app certainly but do i or us as the creators uh not that i've seen no, it's just like because downloads. If we ever did a sneeze sync, I'm pretty sure that like the retention <laughs> minutes for that would be like 30 seconds before yeah, people click on immediately. <laughs> no, but like knowing what I know about stats, like it will be our most listened to episode ever. And I don't know why. And we'll have to just sit there and explain that to ourselves. Like it's just going to make no fucking sense. Like, oh, God. People just like less of us. Who do, who would have known? And even better though, we could sneeze on our mics and then do a giveaway. <laughs> Unfortunate. God, this is so. So we basically have a, a giveaway for Kleenex. Done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh Not just give away the mics with our germs on. Dude. <laughs> guys, like, I don't know why this reminds me of this, but like, this is such a hard tangent, but. Do you know all those YouTube videos like that have now been like, and I've been doing this for like, I swear a year or something like that, maybe more, but they always like start with like, Hey guys, I don't want to bother you, but like, here's a picture of my stats. Like 90% of you guys aren't even subscribed, you know, like only 10% like, please subscribe. And dude, I, the other day I was watching a video like that. And it was like for one of those channels that like you would never subscribe to, like they had one (laughs) relevant video to, you know what I mean? We're like, yeah. And you're like, why would anyone subscribe to this channel? Like, I'm looking at the hundreds of other videos you have. And if you dared notify me about this shit, I'm turning my computer off. Like, <laughs> so I just think, like, it, are there podcast stats for this? Like, should we open with, like, hey, guys. Like, we noticed were you, that. Were you binge watching I... Space Scumbag? Is that what you were doing? Oh, no. But <laughs> let us. Do you want to talk but about that? But also subscribe to our YouTube. <laughs> yeah, great. exactly. Because 90% of you guys aren't subscribed. <laughs> It's actually yeah. funny if we did these as YouTube videos and you would have that exact uh, metric you're looking for where you can see uh, when people clicked away. We should actually, yeah. guys, I think we're kind of close production-wise to being actually able to do that because we did make an animated version of ourselves. Oh, my that God. That just kind of moves a little bit. <laughs> uh. And if, God, if you're in the future right now and you're watching that as over this, right? Like, because this is something that will come out as a podcast tomorrow, but someday as a video and if you see that man dude you're in the promised land like you were in the crazy weird cyber future that i think we're all yeah and now you can click away it's fine you have our permission just kidding yeah and you have our permission to subscribe to the youtube channel too because 90 percent of you guys aren't fucking i just dude it's actually yeah 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 yeah. it's sad too because it's got this we have like four subscribers to our youtube 
Yeah. Um, no, we have 22 now. We have oh, 22 yeah, subscribers was, to the was, YouTube channel. Memeing. That's a big deal. <laughs> no, it is a big deal because for a while we were uh, neck and neck. And by that, I mean we were getting absolutely trounced by my personal YouTube channel that I put like four videos on when I was 12. And I and the people at school followed me. And I think I have 19. And for a while I was beating <laughs> us. And it's like I can tell because when you click on your profile and you switch <clears> between like the Tear in Your Thumbs YouTube channel or you – like, I guess you, you switch Google accounts, right? Like, it will show you a subscriber count next to it. And it's like, just so you know what you're logging into, are you logging into your personal with 19 or Tear Thumbs with four? And I was like, ouch, this. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, every time. It's a pretty big wreck. But, yeah, 22. That's pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Wow. Well, all right. That's it. We're going to wrap it up. For no. So what is today, actually? <laughs> Today is basically, okay, so we're in the process of playing The Outer Wilds, and yep. it's it's going to be this thing where we're going to come together next week, and we're going to talk about that in great detail, or hopefully, I mean, that's the goal. I mean, I can't claim that we'll succeed, but until then, since we're taking two weeks in to play this game, because it's about, you know, 15 hours, um, we're just going to talk about other games we've played and sort of along the side or along the way, or it doesn't even have to be last week, but just, I mean, since we talked about this stuff before, so... I'll probably leave in the description or something like that some games that are mentioned. Maybe. No promises. Um, and, yeah, I'm actually really excited about that. Um, so let's actually start with... I, okay, who here has been playing Valheim? I've been playing it a bit. Anyone else? Nope. I have just seen a shit ton of people playing Valheim. I think there's been a resurgence... Or not a resurgence, but like an explosion of Val games... And I think we've been playing <laughs> all three variations where <laughs> Raph has been playing Valheim. Yeah. All of y'all have been playing Valorant. Right. And I've been True. playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice. I've, also been, I've also been playing Stardew Valley. Oh, right. Oh, oh We got a fourth. Shit. And Call of Duty Val Zombies. Fuck, damn it. It's <laughs> not good. It's not good. <laughs> Funny joke. Unfortunate. Wow, there's <laughs> a lot of Val games. We should just go through the it's, Val games first. It's really funny because for a while there, like for some reason, I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Valheim just kind of like mesh together in my head as like the same thing. And so for a while there, I was like thinking, I was like, wow, that's strange. Like people used to stream under the title Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and now it's just Valheim. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> they're two different things. <laughs> it is really Shit. unfortunate that you could not distinguish them graphically from each other because I think that means you. Well, no, because <laughs> no, because <laughs> I'm I'm here. just going off of stream titles. I'm not right, going right, off right, of right. visuals. I'm just no, going off of the name alone. I'm joking. I'm especially joking <laughs> okay. because Valheim looks very different. <laughs> I, I have like. a quick question about Valheim, which yeah. is. What is the difference between it and Ark? Aside from like one of them has dinosaurs, which is objectively cool. <laughs> one has dinosaurs, one has Vikings, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think. Okay, let's actually Are there um, any differences? I mean, yes. So, I would say actually okay. like just the the atmosphere, the tone of the game is very different. Let um, me preface this by saying I never played Ark. Yeah, so I, I haven't played Ark that much either. Um, there, there are definitely like superficial slash mechanical similarities. Um, I would say like the building is fairly similar. Um, okay. But, but I, I would say progression-wise, it's a lot more similar to Terraria actually in terms of how oh, really? the, the progression of the game is set up. 
So like the progression is good is what you're saying as opposed yeah. to arc. I mean, the progression right. has really good design for sure. I think there's still a lot of content to be filled in, um, but I, I like the framework Wait. for it. <clears throat> you're playing an early access game? <laughs> you yeah, swore at so, brand. So yeah, I mean, I guess for context, I normally avoid playing early access games uh, just because and it's not that I hate early access. I think early access like gets a lot of games to light that otherwise wouldn't. Uh, that being said, I feel like it kind of pushes the cultural moment when people are appreciating a game to one where the game is in a less finished state. And so it just like kind of degrades the experience. Um, so often if I can afford to um, socially, I guess, I will delay playing a game until it's fully released so that I get that like new game experience when it's in a great state. If you could, would you uninstall early access games from your friends' computers that are playing that shit? Like, you look at it on Discord and you're like, no, <laughs> no this is the wrong time. Like, <laughs> but okay, wait, sorry. So joke aside that you do not have to respond to, uh, but you can. Uh, can we just talk about what this game actually is, though? Because it's taken, at least the gaming podcast that I listen to, by storm. Everyone's talking about it, their experiences with the game, whatever. But what the fuck is this game, question mark? So it's a little bit hard to explain. I would say it's it kind of feels like a survival crafting game, but the survival is not so much there um, in that like you can get food and you can eat it, but it mostly just gives you buffs. Like you don't need to keep eating food to survive or you'll die of starvation or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Um, So like the food is actually pretty important in that it's like the difference in how much health you have can be like, three or four x depending on what foods you've eaten hmm. um so like going into a boss fight you you want to eat a lot of food um or the, the the best foods you have um is that kind of what breath of the wild did yeah so i guess it's similar to breath of the wild with food um i would say breath of the wild has like a more powerful base state without food um in that you can still get a pretty large health bar and food can buff that a bit um but you use it more to like to heal yourself in breath of the wild okay got it um but it, i guess that the game itself is mostly around like sort of progressing through these boss battles and exploring new lands and building outposts in different areas um yeah are you playing it co-op huh. or solo or what's the vibe with that co-op um so i mean seems viable to play it solo um but i think it was designed definitely for co-op and it's not like on a well so if you play solo like is it still like on it's not like an on an online server where like other people can like invade you or what not right is it no just okay um i mean i think you can make a public server um doesn't seem like it's going for the the rust side of like having pvp like warring factions or anything um it's I more about survival pve and yeah. um, exploration and it has a cool. again similar system to terraria where your character has its own progression attached to it and you can sort of take it between people's servers and worlds Oh, cool. um, although I would say there's probably a bit more of the progression tied into just like objects that you're placing in the world. 
So then this might be a simple question or maybe an incredibly complicated question, but why is this taking gaming by storm right now? Like, is is it good? Just really good? Different? Or what's the... Why? Um, theories? That is really hard to answer. I mean, it's definitely like a game that's up my alley. Like, I, I love Terraria, for example. Um, and it just seems like it had a really good... Like, it's a really good prototype of the game. Um, it's in a pretty polished state for early access. Like, they're were almost no game-breaking bugs that I encountered. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a couple of people connected to my server crashed out, but it could have just been internet issues or whatever. Yeah, you um, were pulling the lag switch on their end just to make sure that... <laughs> I understand. Yeah, to, so to you get all the loot for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do wonder um, how much of it is, like, since, you know since among us has taken gaming by storm how people are now just searching more and more for cooperative experiences with their friends um and they're trying to find you know that next best thing and that's kind of what it seems to me that valheim is i mean because i just i just know because i ended up following a lot of streamers just via like through the game among us but now since then especially since the new map for among us hasn't come out those players have kind of stopped playing among us at this point because they're you know they're burnt out of that game and they've all kind of migrated over to valheim um and i wonder how much of that is due to that cooperative just needing to find that next itch to scratch when it comes to cooperative experiences is there what is the player max for that uh, I think by default it's like ten players max per server. Okay, that's pretty high yeah, for a co-op so... game. It's not like four, you know, like you see on the consoles all day long because they have four controller ports and shit like this. Exactly. So, so like I think... that that kind of like strengthens my assumption. Then <clears throat> it's just like people are trying to find like co-op experiences that can handle as many players ten. as Among Us did. Yeah, like that ten. Interesting. I think that that's absolutely a huge part of it. That um that Among Us kind of proved that there was a huge audience for these, like, group gaming things. Um, <clears throat> far more so than people had seen in the past. And also, a bunch of streamers, I think, made a bunch of social connections through Among Us. Um, mm-hmm. I do also think that with other games like Ark and other... Um, like survival group base building thing type games. Um, like each one has a huge surge right after launch of um, players and watchers on Twitch specifically. Um, so I think that this kind of hit the perfect, it's in a good state in terms of bugs and um, progression. Um, it It's mostly PVE, so it's like kind of a safe game to just like log in and log out of for a long time. You don't have to worry about your base being destroyed by another group. Oh God. That reminds me of like this, like really, it it was just like a precious Reddit post that I saw. It was like a month ago or it was when like a lot of people were playing rust. And I think it was like on the gaming subreddit, somebody posted a photo of like something they stumbled upon in their rust server which was just this, like, shelter with a sign on it of this guy who wrote, like, 
I work a 40 hour a week job. I can only play like two hours a week. Please don't raid or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, I resonate with that a lot. <laughs> of, like, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I was just going to say that like, so th- all of the people that like those games are hopping into this, uh, other games in this genre, all the people that found groups of friends to play with, uh, and kind of are done with among us for now or hopping into this game. And also a bunch of, um, role players, I think are getting involved in this because it's kind of fun to pretend to be Vikings. Um, yeah. I haven't seen a ton of that, but I've definitely seen some of it. So, yeah. I, I feel like, and that's is... another thing that's been expanding. It's just been growing and growing and growing on Twitch is role, role playing. playing. Yeah. Well, role playing like, like GTA five. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, role playing was like underground, like a motherfucker for the longest time mm-hmm. and then basically just like i mean essentially summit, summit started was just like it. hey what if i did this with a voice changer and then every other streamer was like i have a novel idea <laughs> what if i do this what if i took summit's idea <laughs> what if i try to join the same thing as summit and just troll him because i'm definitely not just another giant streamer that's really annoying it's totally fine i'm gonna role play don't worry is that the um, no pixel server yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but there's also the streamer in mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of yeah. them. There was, dude. There was a couple that really fucking. It was just like I thought you were shitty, but it was like nice when you were quarantined to your own stream and not just like attacking other roleplayer streams. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but whatever. Um, but yeah. But then it opened the eyes of the community to the roleplayers who already had their smaller, uh, but tight knit and strong communities and. I feel like some people realized like there's a there's a consistent storyline with role playing in a way that is really I feel like enticing to watch like oh they were up to this Mm -hmm. yesterday and so here's what they're trying to accomplish today or they've been prepping all week for this raid or whatever and if you compare that to like the 9000th game of Valorant that this streamer doesn't care like it's very night and day so i feel like once people's eyes were open to that sort of stuff i feel like then they discovered all sorts of people that were doing just i mean essentially amazing killer work in the role-playing space from a content generation perspective and i mean yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that shit is just is just solidified now like i feel like it has to be yeah it almost it almost feels like it's not quite on the same level of like speedrunning in AGDQ, but it's like not that far conceptually to say that like speedrunners just established themselves with that thing. They got the they got the limelight and then now they're just here to stay and they've got their communities and they're rather large. And I feel like similar for role playing, um, which is rad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. speaking of working a 40 hour week, I was playing a game of Valorant today where we were <laughs> we were going into overtime. And we were all, like, working together to try to figure out, like, what the fuck was going down. Uh, and, like, you know, at the beginning of every round, it's like, okay, I think this one guy's, like, you know, it's a kind of silence. We're trying to figure it out, but no one's got a brilliant idea. I'm trying to come some, some stuff to the table. This one guy's, like, I think they're going to go A. I'm just – and the other guy's, like, yeah, I, I think so, too. He's, like, we should stack it. Okay, so we're trying to think, do our thing together, and we get into 
over time. Like it was from a huge deficit. Like people tried to surrender earlier in that game, unfortunately, but we did not succeed in surrendering. Got into overtime, double overtime, triple overtime, and then we tie the triple overtime. And we're going into quadruple overtime or something nonsense like this. And this dude just with the same language that he would use to put forth a strat, like, hey, guys, you know what I think we should do? He's like, hey, guys, you know what I think we should do? We should draw, which is like not continue the overtime. And he's like, because I have to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole team was like, okay. Like at the same time, like in unison, like as in like we had been working together so hard for so many overtime rounds that like we as a team jointly all hit the draw button at the exact same time and just ended the game as like our final like teamwork move was to just end the game for this guy. Like we have your back. And if that means drawing, we're going because he's just like, look, I got to work. And you're like, you know what? And no one said shit. They were all just like, yeah, mm-hmm. like everybody gets it. Like, yeah been there okay good luck brother you know probably knowing him by him needing to go to work means he had to be at work 15 minutes ago or like he had to walk in 15 minutes ago he's just like we'll win this we'll win this and then it goes into quadruple overtime he's like well i cannot stall any longer guys (laughs) he's like guys i really want to win this game trust me but i have to go and everyone's like okay (laughs) i love it man i love it so awesome. That's funny because you only need one you you only needed probably one vote yeah. to actually tie the game at that point. Because it just continued. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it was just this beautiful, like everyone was like because it was the same thing when we were doing like just earlier, we had done a retake mm-hmm. with three people, and I was like, wait, wait for Sage. Sage is getting a gun. Like, wait. So we're like holding, these other guys are just holding, holding, holding. We group, we push together. And so like as a team, we were cranking every gear and like working together and doing everything in unison. And so we just I would not surrendered, but we drew as a team. And it was just a beautiful, um, like, chef's kiss teamwork moment. Just everyone was on board. No motherfucker was just like, no, man, we play it out. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> like which definitely awesome. happens. Oh, yeah. yeah so we've been playing Valorant. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Unsurprisingly. Indeed, the other Val game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the, the second game mode of came out. three or four Val games. Yeah, New game true. mode came yeah. out. Yeah, it's um, basically gun game. I keep on wanting uh, to call yeah, it Ascent, but that is a map in yeah. Valorant. It's Escalation. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. same premise. Escalation means you go Ascent. up. Ascent means you go up. <laughs> think yeah, about it. for sure. <laughs> and if you play Ascent or Escalation on Ascent, bro, think about it. I mean, dude. <laughs> then my mind just explodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Did you guys hear it? Just quickly Exhibit before we get Exhibit shows into... up. <laughs> what? Okay. Exhibit shows up. Yeah. Yo right. game. Yo, yo dog. I heard you liked going higher. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Talk about memes. So I put some Escalation in your Ascent? Oh, my God. I put some Ascent in your Ascent. That's just awful. By the way, I want to say this really quickly to our group before we actually get into what this game mode is, but there was a patch note released, like, today that they are permanently opening the doors to all of the teleporters on Bind for Escalation. Because oh, they, shit. They think the teleporter strat that we were running is too strong. <laughs> <laughs> it so, kind of is, You know though. what? <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so fucking sad. They're like, we found the fun thing in the game. Let's remove it. It's like, damn it. <laughs> that map was so lit. But okay, fair enough. So what is it? Yeah, it's like gun game. If those of you don't know, but it's like teamwork gun game. It's basically like you as a team have to get kills with a set gun in a set trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like moving through a set of them and you individually have to get at least one to progress um, which can be a pain point for some people for sure but that's what <laughs> teaches you how to use raises rocket launcher for example or a shock dart um and it's just a really really or a sniper rifle or a sniper or a fucking marshal yeah it's it's a it's just a really fun like chaos mode i yeah yeah um, well, that's the, that's the whole spawns. goal of it is the chaos. Instant because, spawns. Yeah. Yeah. Instant spawns. And, you know, everyone's on the same gun level, but then occasionally there will be one point where they have ops and you are stuck with a Bucky or something like that. And so <clears> then <throat> yeah, you have to strategize how the hell you're going to even get close to them when they're peeking around corners with ops. Or to add to the chaos factor, you know, they do bring some of the agent abilities as weapons. So, yeah, there's the Ray's ultimate, which is just her rocket launcher that you shoot at people. Um, Raises boom bots that you just can send swarms towards people to the point where you don't know which boom bot is yours and which one's the enemies. And you'll probably die that way. Who knows? Um, oh, I love it. And then it always kind of cultivates in a final round uh, that's either knives or shotguns, I think, are the two. Yeah, like we saw thing. one that was shock darts. Wow. Yeah, God. Um, that was really hard. Yeah. And we saw one that was classics. But it's like they have some list somewhere <clears throat> of random things. And definitely I will say the randomness of the guns that they choose is kind of everything like some of them have been really wonky and some of them have been like really smooth and yeah there's a lot of random yeah. factors in terms of like who you're fa facing and how good they are and you can tell in the gun rounds because you're just like these guys are insane and then like you put them on s fucking aries or something and they just can't hit anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you're like nice this is great um but yeah i was actually gonna ask gabe about this because you haven't played this game mode but do you lose respect in us for essentially playing a in Valorant version almost of Call of Duty Zombies, like like in, in Valorant. Do you know what I mean? Because it is like that chaos and like just everything is like you're just constantly spawning and just shooting everything. And um. No, I get it. Mm. it. Actually, just a quick little tangent uh, that's kind of related. I just saw today that there's a leak that apparently COD Mobile is making a game mode that's like Among Us. What? Oh, yeah. shit. So I just thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I know, right? But uh, <laughs> they saw that that Among Us was making any money, and they were like, "Steal it!" <laughs> I mean, they pretty much called you. They should put their battle royale the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They should put their battle royale team on it, though. Just like yeah. the battle royale team is not about making battle royales. They are simply exclusively about making something else that's popular first again in call yeah. of duty <laughs> they'll just siphon like shit from other games forever until it becomes the only game ever Dude, made <laughs> okay this is a fucking great that's what wow situation. did too right guys this is a great like premise for a joke that we could just wreck on forever or like fucking like post everywhere like just like the premise of like what will call of duty do next it's like can you imagine them announcing like this is our japanese rpg call of duty like <laughs> <laughs> This shit's ridiculous, man. Oh, I can't wait for the Call of Duty dating sim. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> it's surprisingly progressive. Go Call of Duty. Like, oh, man, I can't wait. It's because all the characters are just buff dudes, so it'd just be buff dudes <laughs> dating. 
Yeah, exactly. It's, oh, God. That's so funny, though. Why? What is the Among Us? So is it like a, do you know anything about it, Gabe? Like, is it, it I just the saw, details? no, I just saw some, like, leaked footage, which uh, it could be real, could be not. Um, and it was all in Chinese, so hmm. I even understood less of what was going on. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems like it's the premise of, so far, it's like first person, you run around a map, and it looked like they were collecting things. Um, but then they did have like a centralized point where it was like a top-down view and a bunch of characters sitting like around a round table, and you could vote people <laughs> off. <laughs> this guy shot well, so in the I back. Did, did he? <clears throat> there's there's a there's a Fortnite mod of Among Us that I saw people playing at one point. Um, you know, people just trying to find other ways of playing Among Us, and there was a Fortnite mob, and it looked like a fucking travesty. Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. Because just nobody knew, like, what imposters looked like. Well, actually, no, it wasn't even that. Like, so the beauty of the design of Among Us is, like, when it comes to seeing an imposter kill, it's, like, you, it's a bright color. So you're, like, cyan or green or blue. Fortnite, it's everyone with all their fucking gear on and everything that can look like just about anything. So it's like, oh, I saw this guy kill, but he had like a hammer and I think he was wearing goggles. Like, I actually wasn't quite sure. He was and in so the Dragon like, Age armor set that you could unlock like for... <laughs> just like, yeah. It's just... Oh, no. And then also just kind of let like... Uh, it's, it's in that first person view as well in Fortnite. So like actually trying to like look around like look in your surroundings to see where people are going and what tasks they're doing just it looks near impossible <laughs> good god so i'm very curious on how, if if call of duty if the rumors are true and call of duty is doing their own among us mod i'd be very curious how they're gonna i don't know improve on that because just from what i saw with the fortnite mod it looked like a fucking travesty like streamers play like a round of it and then you could just hear that like awkward moment afterwards of being like haha are we gonna queue up for another round or are we just gonna go back to among us because... <laughs> yeah it's like our streamer personalities like necessitate that we have to explain to the crowd that we were having fun at all times but the reality of the situation <laughs> is dire with this game i mean, that's how yeah. i'd feel if i ever was forced to play Fortnite. i'd be like so can we play a real game now or <laughs> dude honestly it's oh god it's so crazy like especially because okay fortnite obviously has a bunch of all ages playing it but maybe younger people is a reasonable assessment of the fan base or of a large you know it might be a gateway thing so anyways at least uh but it's a shooter game so a lot of the esports that i followed have had an influx of Fortnite players and just dude the fucking names that they that they describe Fortnite players as even ones that are like hella good they like they'll say things like yeah like you know just oh he's just a Fortnite kitty and you're like oh my god <laughs> like but it's just sit there it's like you can just feel everyone just hates Fortnite in these sports basically is, is what it seems like I don't know why but they just do I don't watch it so I don't really know but it's just dude it's like it's just built in people are just like can we play a real game like it's yeah. like essentially the sentiment everywhere um and it's it's actually really funny because like at least in um valorant right now there is like a huge not a huge influx but there is like a role on the team for like you know there's like a duelist a controller guys playing smokes and shit guys playing aggro and then there's just like jet just is her (laughs) own category and and the people that are hella good at jet are often from overwatch because they're used to like 
there's like a temporary moment when you're suspended movement. in air shooting daggers at people that you're kind of like an Overwatch character. Like, and just like the aim style is kind of similar. And so it's like, you want like an Overwatch guy who like does jet things and he'll never pick a different character. And it's just like super weird. So I wonder if like, well, do you think somebody coming from Overwatch who has a lot of experience with May would be uh, would translate to good experience with Sage? Like Sage? No. The sh- the, no. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> Unlucky. As somebody Sorry, who James loves May and no, Overwatch, uh, there's basically, I would say, basically no overlap. <laughs> Just the wall. Um, Just yeah, the wall. there's the wall. Yeah, and even the wall is like used very differently. True. In in mm-hmm. Valorant, it's more about like fortifying a location a lot of the time. Although there's the gimmicky uses of it, which I guess have more overlap, uh, where it's like you can boost yourself up into a weird spot. Um, but May is like usually more about I don't know blocking something that's just about to go off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I haven't played Valorant in like I don't know three months, and I haven't played Overwatch in like. Three years. <laughs> yeah. As far as your brain is concerned, it's it's quickly shoveling all of your Overwatch experiences just essentially into the like space hatch. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like <laughs> I think I mean, I might be just like I might have a boomer brain, but in my opinion, Overwatch like added too many characters and became a mess. And I'm terrified that Valorant is going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and by terrified, I mean certain. Um, but, you know, uh, that's fine. Um, these things happen. The next game will come out. Will it, though? Um, it has taken essentially infinite time for there to be another thing worthy of Counter-Strike. Like it. Yeah, but, like, Valorant has proven that you can make another game with exactly the same shooting mechanics and be successful. So it would be interesting for Valorant though, just because you know there's different characters with different abilities, but at the core, the game is the same across the board with like the shooting. Right. Whereas in like Overwatch, right, every so, character is like very different, even in their like combat mechanics yeah, and style. Like yeah. oh, one of the things I noticed when I first started playing Valorant was it felt more like the characters were the guns. Because like every mm. gun was so distinct, and in Overwatch, like every character has a different gun, and they're actually like really well defined by their primary weapon. Yeah. Like like this right. is the McCree right here. This one. <laughs> yes, it, it's even called the Sheriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's high noon. Um, so, uh, Titanfall Two is built in the Source engine. Okay. Um. Counter-Strike is built in the Source engine. Okay. Imagine if they made Counter-Strike in Titanfall 2. Um, okay. <laughs> which is to say they just updated everything about Counter-Strike in their souped-up Source engine, um, but with the same shooting mechanics. Well, so they do, might be cool. they do talk a lot about the new Source engine or something like this. I, I don't know exactly what the name is but there's like always just this hope that valve will put it on the new source engine and they'll they'll remake counter-strike and it'll it'll feel great again and <laughs> just like all these like really sad um sentiments and they're just watching dota like just get remade like the ninth time and just like no it's fine we'll get an update um 
and don't worry, they did. Yeah, but they, they figured out updates. how to make money on Dota. It was so funny though. Like, what? Well, it's, it's what's sad is that they like. I don't want to say accidentally because that's really not giving them the credit that they deserve to what because they figured out how to make kids gamble, which like, hey, you know, every other game developer <laughs> tried to figure that shit out. They just did it successfully. Props to um, you. Yeah, like, like, nice. You really started an industry trend. Just like. Let's go, gamers. <laughs> yeah, just like 19 currencies, you know, they're like the first person to do that. Like, congratulations. You ruined everything I love. Um, but you did it first. It's so good for you. Um, but you made a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So they, they talk a lot about like, what if they remade Counter-Strike on a new source engine? And I don't think they really want to touch that thing in a serious way. No, they don't. Um, I mean, they have touched it a lot recently, but it has been to like, they cleaned up the menus, you know, they added some new character models. You can now buy gloves that you can pay for, which are ridiculous and awful. Like just, it's it's just, I guess like, and we can actually, I actually want to segue this a little bit into just a ridiculous thing that um, Zoe actually showed me any time between five years ago and today, which was <laughs> just that League added in these like really crazy like emotes on the top of their characters that they could do in the esports. Do you want to talk? Well, so, yeah. So, um, I guess I should say, so like. In the past with League Esports, they have allowed, it's called Flare, uh, to pop up above the champion that they're playing. And in the past, the Flare was limited to teams. Um, and they normally only released it around worlds. So, you know, you as a player could purchase your favorite team's Flare. So when you're playing games in solo queue, you can, you know, flash the team you're supporting's Flare up. Um and then during Worlds, they allowed the actual teams playing at Worlds to also have the team flair because they just thought it would be super cool, you know, to have a team ace another team and they all just synchronize flare up, you know, Cloud9 or, you know, I, um, SK. It's okay. You can sim for Cloud9. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, <clears throat> I am a fan of them, yes. Um, but, um, so the team flare from what I remember was only limited to worlds though. And an actual regular competitive play throughout the season though, they never allowed flair because they were on the, I guess, professional competitive servers. Um, and therefore like you weren't ever, I, I guess they just never enabled flair um, during that because they had extended their flair out to, be more than just team stuff it used to just be um i think like the default one that you usually get is like a thumbs up emoji which is like you flash it over your player if you get like a good leash or something in the jungle or like you and a player get a kill in bottom lane successfully you can flash a little thumbs up around your character just as a way to be like nice way to go um, and then obviously riot had to monetize it so then they started selling a bunch of like meme emotes um, so they have the Ramus OK uh, that you can get, which is Ramus with sunglasses on with the kind of deal with it meme. They have, uh, oh God, I mean, th there's just a lot of like sprites of cartoonish looking league characters with, you know, thumbs up or like sticking their tongue out in a kind of like, hey, you can't get me kind of thing. Like it became kind of very meme -y. 
And since competitive play now, since the pandemic, and they're no longer playing on, I guess, the Riot competitive servers, they kind of have their own little, like, whatever server situation they have going on for the pandemic as these teams play remotely, they have enabled the emotes, all emotes, for all players um, <laughs> to be flashed above their heads. So, as I showed McCoy, um, there's team fights that happen where one team's running away and one of the players on the team running away will flash up an emote of like Yasuo doing like a come get me kind of thing. And then watch as like they get dived on and slaughtered. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's really, in my opinion, I just hate it. Um, nice. Because I think it just really, I, I think it just really cheapens the professionalism. I mean, they, they really love it. Like, at least that's the, the commentators say that they love the emote spam in professional play because they're like, oh, it's like, you know, it's trying to tilt the other team and it's a way to show like BM and or like a good way to show teamwork. Um, it's a good way to style on other players by flashing up some flair afterwards. But in my opinion, it's just fucking awful because <laughs> I don't know. It's I would just like to see a team execute a team fight and then just... I don't know, base, get items, and go for Baron. I don't know. I don't care that they all synchronize, like, candy hearts above their champions that say, like, GG, well played, or, like, got you. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just think it really cheapens it. And so I showed McCoy, and McCoy, I think, agreed. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and also, I just, <laughs> when it comes to League Esports, it's like, you know, when you're well versed in the game, you can read it, but it is a very dense visually it's a visual dense experience. And so like adding more shit, just like like essentially like abilities, like more abilities flying across the screen is Alright, that's a choice. <laughs> that's a choice. <laughs> They're like we worked on visual clarity this season by adding in a bunch of just ridiculously trash meme emotes that you can just spam whatever the fuck you want. It's like, oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's well, like the, yeah. the team flare was cool because the team flare was kind of just like, you know, TSM or like, you know, don't mess with us kind of that way. Like it kind of had its own message, mm -hmm. but now it's just kind of expanded to the more cartoonish memeable emotes. And yeah, it just adds to the visual clutter. Yeah, it's like it doesn't really add anything to the spectator experience besides just being yeah just another thing to look at and be like oh okay so he's got an attitude <laughs> in my like i call me a stickler but like i look at that and i'm thinking oh god if i were a coach right now mm -hmm. and i saw one of my players decide to emote instead of fucking run away like that is that is a millisecond that he's using to press control four <laughs> that he's wasting on an emo instead of i don't know planning his next maneuverability i don't know yeah like... i say cut him no i mean like you can't <laughs> <laughs> oh, no geez. but it's true though like it it's it's a sportsman thing but the, but esports is like kind of full with this because i i want to say that idea is like a hybrid between like sprays which you see in a lot of different games and then also stickers which was back in counter-strike where like stickers like you, it's like Team Flare. You get a Cloud9 logo, you like stick on the side of your M4 and you'd be like, nice, bro. And you could like rep with that shit. And then it's like, now everyone's just doing like the sprays. Like, I don't know if, 
I don't know if Rainbow Six has it, but like, well, they're going to have it soon if they don't already like, because <laughs> I just feel like every game wants this like spray and it just exclusively like, I always find it really counter to like what they want or like, I, I'm not sure if they know what they want. I mean, obviously it makes a fuck ton of money. So like, there we go. Welcome to the answer. But like, you know, literally like watching casters say shit like tactical crouch instead of teabagging, like while an esport is going down like yeah he's just he won the 1v1 and now he's just tactical crouching the other guy like trying to like skirt what that concept actually is so now he's just tactical crouching and spraying all over his face and you're just like okay like i, I feel like this is somewhat counter to the professionals <laughs> uh, you guys are going what? for <laughs> yeah exactly no exactly oh, and no. yeah so like that is like literally happening and everyone's just sitting there like well we wear suits on this broadcast like <laughs> okay um but yeah i don't know it's just it's i think all these games have to have all these little things like the first time i saw gun buddies was rainbow six it might have existed in other places before but rainbow six like really put it on the map when it comes to multiplayer games and then valorant's got to have gun buddies now and like just i feel like they're all just coalescing at some point we're gonna get loot boxes that shit isn't illegal already so like you know it's just it's coming the i mean i feel like loot buddy or uh, loot buddies, gun buddies jesus uh gun buddies are they're a little bit different because they're just they're a little piece of flair but it doesn't distract from the play at hand at least i think the person that equips it like i'm sure it's not something that distracts them from being able to get that headshot they just do it because it's just a nice little trinket and i'm sure riot appreciates it because they're like oh viewers will see how sick this looks on this gun and they'll buy it themselves um are you talking about the little things that like like, hang on the side of the gun yeah 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 Yeah. okay yeah, like the, what are they called the, in Rainbow Six? Uh, I think Charms. Charms, yeah. Same yeah. in uh, Call of Duty. Oh my God, is this like? It it reminds me of like these like chapter books I got as a grade school girl that were called like Charm Girls, and you always <laughs> got like a charm necklace with yep, every every paperback book that you got. Well, I was just so confused. Exactly. I was like, "What the fuck is a gun buddy?" <laughs> right, exactly. Have to, it's the same thing. With I was like, is that like a battle really buddy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's a little creature that runs. It's like the little Among Us character. <laughs> it just runs around with it's you. It's like the like... Tomagotchi you feed in Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to feed it the bullets. first time. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And being like. Is that like an actual term? Like, are they adopting this from somewhere? Because just coming up with this name made no sense. To me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. it sounds like it's... something I know, but I'm not sure. No, it's ridiculous. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I I just why do all the skins have to move, you guys? Am I just like <laughs> I don't understand it? I can't <laughs> deal with it. There's like stars and shit in the sky, and they're like moving. Like, what if? What if there was just a static image in the background, but your gun was the window into it, bro? Think about it. And I'm just like, dude, I, I'm too sober for this. I don't know what to say. Like, I can't. Why? Because you have to flex, McCoy. Yeah. You have to flex I, to your teammates say, in the kill cams. <laughs> like, kind of what Zoe was saying about, like, you can, or a player in League might uh, bait themselves by doing the emote yep. um, instead of running away. I feel like people get baited by gun skins in Valorant. Oh, God. Like, oh, that's a nice vandal. You should pick it up. They get shot. Yes. Or, like, by spraying. (laughs) And, like, dude, how many times have you heard this comm? It's rare, but you hear it like, yo, I heard a spray over here. There's one over here. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you do that? Like, to throw around because you wanted to spray some shit on a wall is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. Oh, God. So, by the way, this is actually 
uh, has a, this this spray concept I want to talk about really quickly has a lineage from the old school Counter Strike. I don't know if it was in uh, 1.6 or whatever, which is like one of the the key uh, originating esports because I never played that shit. But I did play Source uh, casually, and it was pictures that you would upload yeah, anything you wanted, anything. And so motherfuckers would win 1v1s and just blast, like, a porn picture just right over their enemies. And you're like, oh, oh fuck. My Lord. And they'd put them oh on all the walls and shit. Like, you'd walk through a corridor and you're like, focus. And there's just, like, porn everywhere. <laughs> Dude, they brought that so hard into a oh, TF2. I would bait that. Oh, really? Yeah, they <laughs> like, put, like, I don't know, like a some e-girl or something on the wall. Or some pornographic image or something. So somebody would walk in like pause like for a second to look at it and that's just the time that you could get them so it is the gun strat that Raphael's talking about so this thing has lineage all the way oh yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous oh this shit's so silly like I remember seeing like people had their own custom stuff where they put memes people would put memes like as their spray like I don't know you guys I don't know. I just, I want to be a, a member of, of that board meeting when they're like, yeah, and people can upload images, whatever they want, onto the spray. And just to hear, like, just everyone be like, yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's get the power to the player. I mean, those yeah. people are, like, this so disconnected backfire. from the reality of gaming that they're like, that sounds great. No one would ever abuse that. So you're saying a player <laughs> could go into Photoshop and night make, like, a really nice, like, cut out gg and they could spray that on the wall that's not even just a like reality of gaming that's just online content in general (laughs) yeah at this point like somebody says that about like any arbitrary service and they can upload any image they want with like no like validation or anything like my eyes just go wide and it's like awkward (laughs) so you're trying to become (laughs) pornhub like is this what you're trying to do <laughs> the users will create this from you. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, the, because keep in mind, like that boardroom meeting that has happened over the years over different developers had it started with like we're gonna give them the tools to do whatever. Like like in, you know some of the early games, you could literally like practically code straight in their engine. Um, they'd give you all sorts of amazing modding tools, and sometimes they would just release the code. At, like sometimes after it was sold, and be like, like you just fucking have this game. Like I'm pretty sure they did that with like Doom or something. Who gives a fuck? But the point is, like. Um, and if you do give a fuck, I'm very sorry. But um, <laughs> but like that boardroom meeting has evolved over time and it's just become like more and more constricted because it used to be like we could have custom servers and they can make the rules that they want. They can make custom games. For instance, like back in the day and in Counter-Strike right now and in Halo 3, for example, you could take Valorant and you could make a game mode that is five people with knives versus five people with pistols like make the rules in such a way that it is defined that way and we could be playing that for fun on the side and streamers could be doing this and all sorts of stuff could exist but it doesn't and it very intentionally doesn't and riot does not like when people touch their shit so they're like no fuck you and your mods fuck you and your custom game modes for practice that help you get better at the game like and fuck you, uploading sprays. And the uploading sprays thing, I think I could side with them on that. I think that's a reasonable choice. For me, I would get rid of sprays <laughs> entirely, but okay, if we must have sprays, yeah. Make them all octopuses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. We need more octopuses. <laughs> so speaking of octopuses, I heard that there was an update to Stardew Valley. <laughs> what? Yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? 
I, I mean, I guess, like, you can catch octopus in Stardew Valley, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the only connection I'm seeing right now. But I don't think that was part of the update. <laughs> so, nope. what was part of the update and why, Raphael, have you been playing so very much of this game? And obviously anyone else, if you want to jump in and you have experience in that shit too, feel free. Um. Okay, so, I mean, the update added a lot. It's a, a little bit hard to just say like, and it was this. Um, it kind of added yeah, like a new it? island you can go to. Um, and it added a lot of end game content, I guess. Um, in that there's like a whole new basically like quest system where you can get random, well, not random, but um, randomly ordered quests, I guess. Um, they give you just like more things to do in the game yeah um, like in the past um so like whenever you go about town there's these help wanteds that are up on a board of somebody who wants you to like fetch something for them and you usually have one or two days to fulfill it and then that's about it and you can get through all of them fairly quickly and they get very old very quickly yeah especially um, later on it's like this person wants this item and it's like okay let me go to my chest and pull that item out of my chests and give it to them exactly so it kind of lost its uh it, it lost its charm i guess with the help wanted um so then yeah they they announced or they they released these community boards which were uh which are uh, you get to the board, there are two options that you can choose from. And it's somebody who says like, hmm, I'm tired of seeing all of this trash in the rivers. Uh, please fish out 20 pieces of trash and recycle them. Uh, you have seven days to do it. And it's actually like a pretty like hefty task for the most part. You know, it's not easy to fish out 20 pieces of trash, which is why they give you like the seven or seven to nine days to do it. Um, so you're kind of planning on doing it throughout your Stardew Valley week that you play. Okay. Um, and you kind of, you get a cute little, you know, cutscene once you fulfill that quest of what whichever villager who's asked you to do that, you know, enjoying some, whatever you fulfilled for them. Yeah, I guess that was why I was hesitant to say it's like a randomly generated quest because like these are actually more like carefully designed side quests with almost like their own little story, I guess. Is it? Um, and their place fitting into the characters of the game. Is it too far to say that they added a battle pass? Like, this feels like a battle <laughs> pass to me. Is that too far? Uh, Dailies and weeklies, right? I mean, but it's not corresponding to real world days. It's mm. still fitting in within the like seasonal and daily framework that Stardew Valley always had. Um, right yeah i guess by weekly i just mean like it, it they'll give you nine in-game days to do it and they're also self-generated or like you know self-activating um it's not like you get to the board and they're like oh you've had three days to do this and you haven't been doing it yet um so not not exactly a battle pass and they also used it as a way to like uh put in a lot of new items and it's like which quest you choose from that board will determine like which of the items you get. Um, yeah, and so some of them are like 
pretty cool. Like there's one that's like warp points to different points of the farm. There's one like gives you a coffee every morning. Um, <laughs> there's one nice. that turns like bones into fertilizer. Um, just like a lot of, yeah, a lot of cool stuff that they added through that system. And so basically you've been doing that and doing a lot of end game and just like, cause dude, you've been on a Stardew Valley, like tear, like to the levels of, I mean, unbelievable levels. Like the fact <laughs> that you even showed up today for this podcast is actually crazy to me because I was expecting to be like, well, I just started a day and like, well, you know, I've actually started a weekly that I need to like really. So that's been all, I mean, it's, it's, it just sounds like that game just has just the the magic the special sauce whatever it is and the people who love it just love it it sounds like they just keep making more of that like you you feel like it's still it's still magical it's still awesome like that how many fucking hours has people played that like a lot right hundreds like at least i was i was i am at 500 hours right now and i haven't unlocked all of the new content yet like i still have like a lot of those weekly uh weekly quests to do I still have some of the island to get through. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. I, I think the coolest part about this with this update is that there's so much more of this additional content and it all came out for free. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an additional cost whatsoever. Um, and that's just really cool that it's like, this has been the best $15. I think I, I, think I actually got it on a fall sale. So I got it for like, five dollars this has been like the most like profitable five dollars i think i've ever invested in uh just based off of hours of enjoyment um so that's that's really cool eric eric baroni is the uh is the goat for sure (laughs) everybody's seen that and he recently announced that there is a stardew valley board game i didn't see that i was trying hard to get and it sold out within like five seconds so i'm waiting for the next restock but uh yeah he's got a a cooperative board game to be that just kind of has item cards and i don't really quite know how it works but i think the gist of it is like you're trying to complete community bundles by the end of like one in-game year which takes something like 45 minutes or something to address uh, McCoy's concerns about how much time it takes. Reasonable. <laughs> That's so when you. it comes out, we're all doing a TOT game night, right? Sure. Hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Hard Boys Farm returns in the <laughs> you board game version. You know it. <laughs> so, okay, like, I think I've <clears throat> learned personally that there is, like, not as much of a connection between these two games as maybe you might think there is, despite there being a lot of overlap. But is Animal Crossing still kicking in your life, Zoe? Like, what is that still going or what? Uh, somewhat. Um, right now, I'm, I'm kind of actually in a lull with Animal Crossing right now, mainly because I, at this point, like, all I'm trying to do is just grow all of the rare flowers. But I also don't like time skipping in Animal Crossing. So a lot of what my Animal Crossing days entail is me logging in, watering my flowers, and then shutting off my Switch being like, I did my work for today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think like the actual content itself is pretty limited. They did, like they do have uh, game events that happen occasionally, like uh, for 
on February 15th, they had a an Animal Crossing, Crossing version of Carnival um, called Festival, where a peacock came to the island and you had to dance with the peacock and get a bunch of items. Um, but I'm kind of just at this, like, I guess, plateau with the game in that, like, I've done most of what the game has to offer to me. And at this point, it's just like me, by sheer luck, getting items on my island to just decorate it. Um, And I think just the fact that it's all based off of real lifetime. So like, you know, it has a 24 hour, a real 24 hour cycle. um, Just kind of adds to that plateau where it's just like, yeah, it's just like, I would like to I don't know, just focus on growing flowers in Animal Crossing, but it's going to literally take me 90 actual days to get the products that I want. Whereas Stardew Valley is like, oh, like this will take me three hours to potentially get, um, which I think is just the beauty of Stardew Valley over Animal Crossing. But I mean, like I- I'm still enjoying it, but it's it's certainly hitting more of a plateau than Stardew Valley ever will, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I kind of had a same, a similar story with Animal Crossing, where I was like, I was enjoying it. I think, I, I got the the blue rose, which was the last one I got. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess technically there's like the gold rose, uh, but you have to get a five star island to get the golden water and kind or something. I don't know, um, <laughs> to even be able to get that. And I was just like, you know what? I like log in. I do a couple of rote tasks and then I turn it off. What if I just don't? Yeah. And, and then I just merrily leave skipped your, away. Live your isle, leave your island in shambles. <laughs> you come yeah, back, so, everything's on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I if I were ever everywhere. to boot up the game again, like the, my villagers would be like, "I didn't realize you were gonna come back. Where have you been?" Yeah, they would shame the fuck out of you, bro. <laughs> They're like living. Dude, that's place, like going like, back to Neopets. it's like it's been two decades we're starving we're amazingly not dead (laughs) it's like how much food did you really need i didn't buy you any for 20 years and so i'm getting the sense you might have been lying to me when you said you needed food anyways do you guys remember yeah fucking or i was gonna say please yeah i was gonna say like the difference between the two games i would say is like they have a lot of the same like setup and framework but stardew valley is focusing a lot more on the actual mechanical progression Mm -hmm. um to a much greater degree well animal crossing is more about like all the different things you can do to decorate your island Mm -hmm. right a little bit of internal motivation maybe to like get things the way you want them to be maybe yeah but i mean it's also like one of those things as well like at least to decorate your island it's like a lot of the items that you get just have to show up on your island by chance whereas yeah. like stardew stardew valley it's more like i don't know like every item you know can be obtained because you're like oh this fish you catch in fall or I, I i don't know like i guess the fish thing is a little wrong but like you you know how you can source all of the items in stardew valley and where to get them and they're all easily attainable animal crossing is just like oh 
Well, occasionally there will be these balloons that float over your island and some of them, not all of them, but some of them might contain an item that you don't have quite yet. And, you know, you pop and you're like, oh, God, another track jacket. I don't need this fucking shit. I've got five of these in my inventory. (laughs) Like, okay. And then meanwhile, I like visit other people's islands. Um, That's actually kind of a cool thing that came with the Stardew Valley update or not Stardew Valley, the Animal Crossing update. Um last winter was um there's a function in it where um whenever you lay in a bed you can dream and in the dreams people can share the codes to their island so you can visit their islands um in a dream state aka like you can't you can have people come look at your island but they can't mess anything up in it and um they introduced something in the winter update where you could just uh dream well, okay, so actually, let me backtrack. In the past, you had to have a dream code to be able to visit an island. And so people would need to, like, you know, give you the code to even be able to see it. But now they added a function in the winter update where you can um, visit somebody's island at random. So sometimes, like, when I am looking for inspiration, I'll just, like, go in a dreamlike state and visit a random island and Jesus Christ, like how some of these people decorate their islands is like borderline unfunctional in terms of like getting around the island. <laughs> like they, they've terraformed it to the point where you're like, this seems like a nightmare to do on a daily basis. Um, but then also you just see items on their islands where you're just like, holy shit, you can get that? <laughs> like, <laughs> where's where's that? Why do I have five track jackets and this guy has a fucking asteroid on his island Dude, like, is there, I like want that shit. low-key black market for shit like bro i'll sell you my switch with fucking all the rare items on it just give me a thousand bucks i'm sure there's gotta be there's i mean so people do like uh recipe parties i guess where everybody brings a few recipes for crafting furniture items and stuff and then they all drop them and pick them up to to get the recipes nice yeah nice um but you have to actually and, know people to do that shit yeah. or like know the communities, I guess, for that. Or go on Reddit. Yeah, gotta get on it. Yeah, and there's yeah, like Reddit. trading websites for trading villagers and stuff too, which That's is hilarious. I think more oh, towards yeah. like God. the black market that Nico was talking about. <laughs> yeah. God, that just oh, sounds yeah, that, so that's, ridiculous. That's the big one. Everyone getting their dream villagers and everything. Yeah, but then that some is... villagers are worth more than others. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's geez. where it gets really morally questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Animal Crossing <laughs> has a beautiful uh, veneer. But behind it, is it not just a terrifying, terrifying world, right? I will say I did There's visit also like a dream stock world. market manipulation too, right? Mm-hmm. The turnips or some shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the, the there's the turnup price. Mm-hmm. The stock I mean, market. Yes, stock. <laughs> you you can't manipulate it at all. So oh, okay. it's just yeah, it's just concrete prices. Well, not concrete turnips. But yeah. Cool. Um, I mean, I guess that also has a sort of trading game aspect to it as well, where uh different people have different prices um so people will post like turnips are going for a really high price on my island right now like give me some rare item and i will let you come and sell a bunch of turnips ridiculous give me a rare villager (laughs) and i will (laughs) wow that is really for such dude if you don't know what animal crossing is look at a picture of this game so you can understand the context of how ridiculously cute it looks in the context of this conversation holy shit <laughs> oh that it's, actually yeah, it's that's also the whole game is about paying off debt it's all about capitalism mm-hmm. indeed yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay. As soon as you pay off your debt, you're you're introduced to more debt. I will say, so like two things. Uh, one thing, like I will say, some of the creativity you see out of Animal Crossing is really cool. I only say that because recently I came across a dream island where somebody had crafted their or like terraformed their entire island to mimic Dark Souls. They named their island Lordran, and like it was really cool seeing how they did like their own little um firelink sh- firelink shrine yeah. yeah firelink shrine and like uh they had a um like demon ruins area and they had an an orlando and it was actually really cute how they managed to like craft it it looked really cool actually was it mccoy um so yeah was it me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. mccoy's side project in animal crossing for sure yeah, i'm only giving out dream codes because uh-huh. fuck that if anyone touches shit on that island are you kidding me <laughs> i work so goddamn hard on that <laughs> yep. but uh and then the other thing, just talking about how cute the game looks, uh, just reminds me uh, last year's Game Awards, because um, Animal Crossing was uh, nominated for Game of the Year, like alongside, you know, behemoths like Ghosts of Tsushima and like Last of Us Part Two. And it was really funny when they announced the nominees for Game of the Year, they did it with this orchestral, uh, I guess this... Uh, God, what is it called? Like, a, I guess like a remix of all of the music of the nominees. So they had like this orchestra play this rendition where they'd like, you know, they'd announce Ghost of Tsushima and the orchestra would play like the soundtrack to Ghost of Tsushima. And then they would like Last of Us Part Two. And so this orchestra is doing this great version of all of these games. And I'm watching it and I'm just feeling epic as fuck, but also all of these games are super dark and they're playing, you know, the Doom soundtrack and the Hades soundtrack and it all just sounds so epic. And then they just broke out into this orchestral version of Animal Crossing and on the screen was this, like, just this little tiny doe character vaulting over a river as this cheery melody's playing and I started crying because I was just like, this year was so shitty and this is so happy we don't deserve video games <laughs> i'm like tearing up thinking about it right now because it was just like I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna link it in the discord i don't know where where i'll show this on the instagram maybe i'll give mccoy the link for the show notes but like it's a great orchestral rendition of all of the game award soundtracks but if you cry during the animal crossing part you are not alone I'm right there with you. Reasonable. Yeah, I mean, this is Nintendo, bro. Like, this is what they do. They are. They just believe in this shit. They just believe in this. Like, just the the lighter, more beautiful side of life. They just they just believe in it, and they they will never stop. They will never like you know like because like a bunch of video game studios and 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 like larger companies have like aged with their audience, and now they're getting like like how can we how graphic can the sex scene be in this new game you know what i mean like and nintendo is just not like that they're like they're like we believe that adults can love games and we love games but we also believe that we should always make games for kids too and something that both kids and adults can enjoy the beauty of together and you're just like wow nintendo never change like dude if, <laughs> i think the gaming will will essentially die as we know it if someone buys Nintendo. I don't even know if that's possible. Don't talk to me about business. I don't fucking know. They're giant companies. But, bro, if, like, Microsoft bought Nintendo tomorrow, bro, I I think I'm out. Like, just Nintendo needs to stay strong. Do your thing. Come on, please. Please. You're the only one. 
that's fighting for the purity of our souls. So, so good luck. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should. I don't know if you can link this shit on any of our stuff, but maybe I can link it in the description. This fucking stage presentation. I was gonna say, just put it. Yeah, put it in the podcast description. Oh, I'm sure. I'll definitely do that. All right. Um, I'm sure, people would love that. <laughs> definitely flame if I didn't do that. All right. All right. All right. All right. I don't actually know what Gabe's been playing, but surely you've been playing something this past couple of weeks, right? Like, Gabe's like, actually, I've been reading. <laughs> yeah. That seems How dare you accuse me of being a gamer? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, what have you been up to? Yeah, no, I've been playing uh I've been playing a few games. Um been continuing on that AoE two hype. Yeah. Okay. Um where it's been we've been drawing in quite a crowd actually, which is kind of funny. Like not not in a term of like viewership or anything, but like, but just friends. Yeah, just friends. Like, you know, I've been playing with like Keenan and his brother Ben has hopped in and joined us, and I haven't played, you know, video games with Ben probably since I was a kid, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Damn, um, AOE being Age of Empires. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna a- I was gonna ask because for some reason I thought you said AOT like Attack on Titan. <laughs> I was like Attack on Titan Two has a really what <laughs> yeah don't sing the theme around elena she'll get mad mm-hmm. true <laughs> true um yeah so i've been playing a bit of that and even like other friends of uh friends of friends have been joining um and getting into it uh and then i've also been playing a little bit of company of heroes 2 which is kind of similar vein it's like a rts um that's based around world war ii been playing that with like uh, my buddies Brian and Alan uh, and Lee sometimes too. It's I feel like I remember that from infinity years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The original one came out a long time ago and then uh, two came out. I honestly don't remember a few years back. Yeah. Um, and then I've been playing uh, the new Call of Duty Zombies mode outbreak, which is like they took uh, zombies and then put it into a big open map um, oh. and now you run around the map and do different objectives and then once you complete the objectives you go to another giant map <laughs> and do more objectives um, so it's like kind of open world ish they kind of introduced mechanics of Warzone where you run around the map um, you like loot things get kind of like better gear um, and still have like the the core of zombies there we can still get like the salvage and stuff to make your stuff better all that um it's pretty interesting because i'd never thought it would go in like this op- more open setting you know i figured there'd always be tinier maps but uh it's been pretty cool and they brought zombies to warzone too which is pretty wild oh really mm-hmm. how does the zombie wave function work on an open world <laughs> map because it just sounds to me that you can just easily avoid yeah. the waves of zombies by just running away yeah Question so they don't do waves in that mode what they do is they do like world levels so it starts at like difficulty level one and then zombies just like kind of are randomly spawned around the map um and they'll just like randomly spawn as you kill more of them and whatever um and then once you complete a stage you go on to the next one the difficulty increases and it just keeps doing that, I think, infinitely. Um, so we made it to, like, difficulty level seven, which was like, oh, my God. We got stomped. 
Um, but it's pretty fun. It's like definitely refreshing to like how it was um, with the previous like iterations of zombies. So, okay, wait, we, I remember us talking a little bit on the zombies episode about how there was just like some turmoil and just the general Call of Duty land in terms of like developers and stuff around uh, uh, Cold War and related to zombies. Do you think maybe this is something that they wanted to do like earlier, maybe even right out the gate, but then had to sort of like put down the line for for just getting something out? Like, does, it, does this feel like, oh, wait, this is the zombies they were looking for? Or is this just an interesting new mode? Or like, what what's your take I, on I really don't know. Um, I mean, I'm sure they definitely wanted to put something like this out probably earlier. But uh, yeah, now seems like a good time to drop it. Um, and I'm thinking and hoping that they're probably going to just like pour more and more into this. Mm. Um, maybe more so than like, I don't really know. You know, maybe they'll pour more into this than like making traditional zombie maps or maybe they won't. I don't really know. But it's all going to be apparently uh, tied to like the Warzone story. Um, and I guess allegedly we're going to get the new Warzone map in like a couple weeks. A new Warzone map? Yeah. Rumor has it that... Oh, uh, shit. It's gonna Crazy. get nuked, and then we're gonna go to a new, a new zone. Wow, that's actually wild. Like, so, and it's a Valorant crossover. It's Icebox. Oh exactly. <laughs> oh my god. And then people in Call of Duty can Call of Duty. also hate Icebox. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. Um, can you imagine if they put? valorant shooting mechanics in call of duty the outrage of like what the fuck is my gun doing how do i hit anything this is bullshit oh it would be that would be like literal suicide for the series yeah yeah oh my god oh but you know what isn't let's make an among us call of duty game i'm just <laughs> totally Dude, that's just, that just that's money moves right there that's just good business yeah that's just money moves yeah so wait yeah, yeah, um yeah. like so none of us follow fortnite right and so we can't tell you Right. But like, again, like I've maybe told this story on the podcast or not, but I, a good friend of mine from high school that I met at the ER five years ago. Hey, how you doing, Mark? Um, <laughs> nice to see you here. Are you OK? <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Are you alive? OK, cool. Am I alive? Yes. Yes. Long story. All right. We're good. Anyways. So he played a lot of Fortnite and he was telling me about like that, like. Say what you will about Fortnite, but they're, like, innovating the story in a battle royale. And they're, like, innovating the world and the gameplay systems and just doing a bunch of interesting shit with it. So I feel like that's kind of here, too, in a way. Like, dude, they're going to – there's a story in Warzone. You said that with, like, an honest face. And, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's tied into, like, the Call of Duty campaign. Um, And even now, like – the cold war story is tied into this and same with zombies it's all tied together now which is like insane the call of duty cinematic universe I exactly get it. let's go gamers um <laughs> but yeah i mean i will say you know I, I will give fortnite credit for i mean i think they did essentially start that hmm. um because i can't imagine that PUBG had any story to it the story God, of PUBG was like Will they make this game run? <laughs> yeah, PCs? the story of PUBG to me was, will they ever make this game enjoyable? <laughs> um, <laughs> and okay. 
Yeah, you know, I think they've been pushing the envelope with that uh, Fortnite, and Call of Duty is essentially following in their footsteps, which, fair enough. Um, and I'm also impressed with the crossovers that Fortnite has done. Like, just recently, oh, yeah. they've had a crossover now with, like, Alien, like, the series. Right. And that's pretty insane. Right, and they had John Wick back in the day. Yeah, they had, like, they Marvel had... and... Mandalorian, didn't they have that, too? Probably. That's pretty insane. They're pretty much trying to pack, like, every pop culture reference they can into the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and they're probably... Like, like I said, someone built an Among Us in there. So like, <laughs> yeah. Like someone said, I mean to say. Uh, but, yeah, like... So that is that just like the that's that's just the way now I feel like for these like games is like you just gotta like build these battle royales like because like Apex changed their map and shit and probably has a story or something maybe like have you followed Apex? yeah but who cares about Apex's story I have not followed like really Apex at all I do know they've been changing the maps but as far as the story I have no idea like the gameplay is cool in Apex mm-hmm. it's not something that i'm good at but it's cool um but like story i don't know like you say that but like but i guess i feel the same way about Fortnite. so yeah honestly bro hot take but i feel the same way about valorant i love that game but it's like it's it's oh yeah valorant doesn't have a story they're like whoa this map's in the sky and i'm like focus on the game you're getting picked every round like just, it's like that's just my hot take on when someone in my games is like yo did you see this shit and i'm like look forward where the enemies are but mccoy what about that really nice zen garden on Splint? oh my god look at me put a spray on this garden and destroy <laughs> everything yeah oh it's so cool Psh- <laughs> Yeah, that's just a human thing. That's just a human Isn't thing. Isn't Valorant like tied to the Riot universe though? Uh, dude, I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, Maybe. Just I mean Ari just walks by really? with a baseball cap Is it? on. Like, I oh, heard talk of that. I never actually like confirmed it. Because I thought that I thought that Valorant is like tied to the real world. Because there's like a British dude and they're <laughs> and adding like, like a South African chick. <laughs> they they set like and explicit there's K-pop. real world nationalities for every agent right right yeah which i think all i can tell you is that like if i was riot <laughs> and not demacia yeah exactly <laughs> if i was riot and I yet would... the game is called valorant okay mm. <laughs> okay mm. through the looking glassier people oh, yeah no but like seriously though like i the sense i got with valorant when they made it was like okay um there's like guns in this and shit, so I'm not sure if we want to tie this with our other thing in case we need to like drop this thing like it's hot. Um, so let's just keep it vague about the universe we're in. That'd be the smart <laughs> way to do it. They're like, look, we have colorful guns. I think that that's basically what. They and do. every voice actor in the whole game is gonna have a line like, "Just to clarify, I didn't kill you because we have infinite lives and everyone is just a friend of each other." <laughs> like, okay. I do like uh, how they went the extra step of like acknowledging that the enemy team is also the same people. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I do love that. I would say they're ugly, but they're us. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but look at their stupid faces. Exactly. Oh, it's good. It's good. So that's so that's what's up. So apparently, dude, I, I find it so crazy that like they're still changing Warzone and they're trying to like Because because keep in mind what Call of Duty's having to do right now. They have like a episodic series that is like going and it's still going, but then they have this like game mode that 
is a more modern, like, ever-living, you know, like, game-mode style of thing, like a battle royale sort of thing. And then so now they're, like, basically, like, marching their series, like, towards this unifying oh, yeah. I mean, game. It's crazy. Warzone is, like, literally a money machine for Activision. Mm-hmm. It's been making them so much money. Um, and uh, allegedly... Uh, according to leaks, like the new, the next Call of Duty is gonna be like set in the fifties or something, and that too is gonna be tied into Warzone. So it's like, w- Nani? <laughs> like, yeah. How? How? Well, it's I don't know, but all I can tell you is that I I played one or two games of Warzone the other day uh, with Gabe, or maybe I was even just watching him stream. I'm not sure. But he said to me the thing that I just I never wanted to hear, but I I should have known was gonna be said, which was just, yeah, man, the fucking Cold War guns, which are like from a, an earlier era than all the modern warfare guns that are in there, like yeah, they're just stupid OP right now. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this is just so nonsense. But so apparently these guns. Um, oh yeah, I mean the whole like the be. whole integration of the two together was kind of rough to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yep, but it's still hella fun. Um, also, they've like I will just say for people out there that are curious, they've like opened up a lot of like the queues and stuff. So it's like it seemed like at least when I was playing that it's really easy. You can just do one, two, three, or four, like whatever, no big deal, and and find a match or whatever. So that was like that was pretty cool because like they were like experimenting, like oh we're doing four this week, bro. And they're like, oh shit, I don't have four this week. I have five. And they're like, well, I mean, but anyway, so it seemed really easy to jump back in there uh, and do that stuff. Um, although I guess this is like a really strange and maybe slightly obscure tip, but if you launch Modern Warfare again or whatever the fuck it takes to get to Warzone these days and they tell you it's totally fine, you should reset your video settings. Do not fucking do that. Never do um, that. <laughs> never do that. Oh my God. How many times do they need to slap me in the face with that thing? Cause they say it so nicely. Like, bro, we changed some settings on our end, but I'll get you the new shit. It's totally updated. It's going to run great. And then I'm like, why is this running by three pixels by three pixels? Like, what the fuck? I can't see anything. And the biggest on. lie ever of like, hey, start in safe mode. Your settings won't be changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yo, I know what it feels like to change my settings. So anyways, okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So is there, Gabe, is there anything you're looking forward to? Or are you just like vibing with your multiplayer games or like, like, um God. new yeah. season of siege is going to start relatively soon so that'll be interesting hmm. um they're making a ton of big changes to the game like at its core which is like the biggest shake up to it since a while hmm. um cool yeah uh i mean i'm interested what the new call of duty will be i'm not dead set on if i'm interested or not but i'm just kind of curious of what it's going to be and then uh, still, still holding out for Dying Light 2, man. <laughs> but it's Bro. just been nothing but bad news, so... Oh, boy. What, what's, what's been any of the... Dude, I haven't followed any of that shit other than, like, it's... I was gonna say, I'm unfamiliar, so what's what's the deal with um, Well, there's two Dying rumors Light? circling around right now. Um, the possibly good rumor is that it might be bought by Microsoft. Okay. Which would give them a lot more money and, like maybe competency to finish the game um because the bad news is that apparently there's kind of been a lot of uh 
CD Projekt Red-esque shenanigans going on because they're also a Polish developer. Mm. And, and uh, oh, no. a lot of devs have been leaving because upper management is just like making atrocious decisions. Oh, no. And so, also, no. let me just add this on top for context. What is the promise of Dying Light 2? I don't know, but when I first saw it like many years ago, I feel like at this point, it was... Have you heard this one before? And stop me if you have. It was, we're going to make a really complicated like game where your choices matter in the world. Like if you side with this faction, then it's going to just, they're going to overtake another faction and destroy this section of the world. And like, they're going to rebuild it up from there. And like, just this premise of like, what if it's really alive? Like it just, oh my God, is it not cyberpunk-esque yeah. promises for this game? So... The promises are big, and I don't think they'll be delivered. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but maybe you'll be able to run on shit, so that's nice. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I love Dying Light so much. So, like, even if it's just, like, half of what's actually, like, promised, you know, I'd probably still enjoy it. I wouldn't be happy about it, but, like, it would still probably be an enjoyable experience, in my opinion. But seeing just how much, like, developers are leaving and there's, like, tons of mismanagement, I'm just like, oh, no. My love. My baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no, man. Well, if anything happens, we'll ask you about it. Um I wanted to actually <laughs> ask James about how because he said to me the words that he is like near radiant and magic the gathering right now. And I just think that is so sick. So what the fuck is that up to? Oh, um yeah, so the end of the season was yesterday. And I did not get there. I achieved a 50% win rate, uh, which is to say I, I hit um, like diamond two um, where you have to get to diamond one and then to mythic, which is the final rank sort of. Um, it's like where you can see what percentage of players you are uh, down to the top 100, and then it gives you an actual rank. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so it's it was really cool. Like, I grinded for a while. I got up to that rank, and then I just stopped being able to climb, and I had other shit to do. So I uh, had to give up for last month. But, um, yeah, I almost, I almost made the equivalent of... Uh, of really more like immortal in uh in Valorant. And the discussion you were saying or what you were saying to me the other day was that basically there was a question and it was simply I'm playing a deck that I enjoy and that I think is good. Yeah. Solid. Great even maybe. Yeah. But I could <laughs> spend a bunch of resources that I've been accumulating over many years and net deck with to make a less fun yeah. deck. Yeah. <laughs> Something that is hella good mm -hmm. and then get a higher ranking that I'll probably have way less fun with. Do I do this? And I th I think we we opted with maybe no. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the top two uh decks right now are mono white aggro and mono red aggro. Um and they're both just deeply unfun to play against, in my opinion. Um, because basically, like, 
playing against them is do you draw your board wipe card by turn four? If yes, you win. If no, you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, with some variation, but that's basically it. And um, I don't know. That's not that enjoyable to me. Um, and yeah, it's fun to win, but it didn't seem worth it to go into one of those decks. I'm currently playing this ridiculous deck, which is also one of the top decks, but it's like definitively lower than those, uh, which is called Sultai Ultimatums, according to the internet. Um, and uh, so it's a three color deck. It's kind of a ramp deck. You basically do nothing for the first like five turns and then hopefully you have seven mana because you cheated out some mana. And then you play just ridiculously broken spells until the game ends. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is, uh, I mean, I find it quite enjoyable. Um, but those first five turns are basically when the aggro decks are trying to win by. So, um, you know, it's a trade-off. Yeah. I All I can tell you is that when you said that the top decks are mono white aggro and mono red aggro, all I can think of is just that if I could translate that to my following of Hearthstone from like many years ago, I can just feel feel the salt i can just feel the community (laughs) just getting so tilted being like fucking aggro decks is all i see i'm trying to play anything interesting at all in the game which obviously is like it's not fair because there's an interesting component to aggro decks too but it's just like you know what i mean like people want to play their shit that like is not um before the first five turns you know what i'm saying right yeah um i would say that like mono white aggro is kind of like paladin aggro mm. and mono red aggro is kind of like hunter aggro mm-hmm. um but what's cool about magic is that you can play more than one class or color and um in these cases you don't do that you know you just play broken cards yeah well i assume you need the consistency in your first five turns so fuck other yeah. colors basically yep Exactly, yeah. And then you just slam an ember cleave on turn four and um and it's unfair, you know. Or turn three or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. It's 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 been really fun, I would say. Um, the grind, but uh I don't love the monthly leagues i prefer valorant's like two or three month leagues is it three months i think it's three months right sure, why not a long time each rank season i don't know it's ending today apparently but i don't know when it started really yeah. oh okay i think i think it's like i think it's about a three month season mm. yes yeah, like um and i like that it feels like it's plenty of time um and a monthly season is just like, dude, you got to just be playing this game. If you're not just playing this game, then you're fucked. And that's not fun to me. That's not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't know. And also it feels like it cheapens each season. 
because there's just the next one, ne- a new one next month. Right. Um, and um, also the uh, the decay each month means that if you don't play for a few months, you're just back in the depths of bronze. Oh, shit. And, um, which is the equivalent of iron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oof. The grind starts again. Um, I felt the same way about um, yeah, like Diablo and stuff that had like kind of seasons or whatever, you know. They, oh I yeah, was just sort of like oh leagues. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want this, um, but for those who do, they love it, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I enjoy Diablo, but I don't enjoy Diablo enough to grind every season. Um. And I don't really feel like they change a ton each season, at least enough to make it feel different. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So what I will say, but like Path of Exile, or... which is basically just Diablo two, and also does seasons in exactly the same way that Diablo three does, mm-hmm. uh, except they change a lot more. They add a lot more content. Yeah. Um, I think that they do it better. People fucking love that game. I mm-hmm. was tentative, Don't. unsure if I should even ask. I'm certain that you would not love okay. that game. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think that you would I think that you would enjoy the game, but not love it. Mm-hmm. You would enjoy playing it for like ten hours and then you'd be like, Okay, I played the game. Mm-hmm. And then like you guys would just scoff at that and be like, You didn't even play the game, honestly. I mean you did Technically, I mean, yeah, like I, mean, I have a hundred hours in the game, to the interesting and I haven't gotten to the interesting part. Unlucky. <laughs> it reminds but me of my friends who might yeah, get there, James. would raid in WoW and stuff. We might get there. Yeah, we might get there, Raphael. Yeah, this league. Yeah, I mean, I loved Diablo two, and then I played Diablo three. I was really excited for it. And I was just so disappointed. And then I played Path of Exile and I was like, you know what? This is actually what I wanted. And so I'm excited for Path of Exile 2. Um yeah. which they announced uh at their like Exile Con or whatever. Um and it looks really cool. <laughs> Sorry, just like a bunch of like uh but it's not a bunch of yet. like just like I don't know, just like people wanted by like different governments just like show up at XLCon like oh my god I got the wrong idea like <laughs> like <laughs> oh it's like Snowden shows yeah. up and it's uh this is a video game dude he's like no I just love Path of Exile like were you not watching <laughs> can you play it on Linux they can't track me on Linux you're like okay anyways so I mean Path of Exile takes this uh interesting naming approach to its leagues where basically they're all like kind of names that you would expect from like a heavy metal band. Okay. So it's like Path of Exile Ritual or Path of Exile Harvest. Um, (laughs) And when you said that, it just made me think like Path of Exile Asylum. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Which that must have been a league at some point. It just feels, yeah, it feels right there. It it has not, but it most certainly is. Right in. They're like, thank God. It's probably... So so somebody like <laughs> made like a 
like histogram of heavy metal band names and it's referred to as the list in path of exile community and so like their community manager will be like oh yeah the next league's name is on the list you know what i mean <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> god community managers have gotten so fucking like just knee deep in the fucking memes and in the fucking reddit posts and shit now like like motherfuckers like be writing um jet revive me in the patch notes <laughs> Like, you're just like, what the fuck is this? Which is a reference to, like, a beta meme? Yeah, it's a beta meme with this guy who is just shouting at Jet Jet, not the person who can revive anyone, but instead a duelist, just shouting over and over again, Jet, Jet, revive me. And it is the dumbest thing you have ever seen in a beautiful, (laughs) magical way that can only happen when a star is born, you know? When the internet is young, um... Okay, yep. Asylum is on the list. Can't confirm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's ridiculous. I, I will say, um, perhaps a closing note to the multiplayer section, unless people have some other shit they want to say, but they did announce that they are doing a tiered approach to the ranking system in Valorant, such that the lower you are, the more tiers away from each other you can play so yeah so it used to be three right so if you're silver one you can only play with silver ones twos and threes i think like maybe you can play with gold i don't fucking know but which literally meant that like at least 35 to 40 percent of players in silver were just smurfs if not more god damn it was so dumb Um, because it was like it was like diamond players that wanted to play with their silver friends i can't so they would just make a silver smurf and then they would get to gold on accident and then when that silver smurf yeah got up to gold they would just make a new one yeah but they would just put a new a numeral like a number you know right after their name and it would just be a blatantly obvious but anyways um so they're 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 increasing that so i think around the silver gold area it's like six now so you know little steps little steps um god anything else anybody wanted to add i feel like we just boy it turns out we play games you guys what the fuck (laughs) yeah and And so um, that way next week when people are like i didn't get around to playing outer wilds then everyone (laughs) um everyone listening will be like ha ha (laughs) true should we mention the thing that we're working on in Elder Outer Wilds? Okay, right now? I actually thought about this beforehand. Hear me out if people feel differently, but my thought on that was I don't want to talk about Outer Wilds right now because I'm enjoying the mystery and solving it myself. I don't know if other people feel differently, but sure, yeah, yeah. I mean that works. I respect mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I have no horse <laughs> in that race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's still time to yolo, bro. Just like GameStop, bro. It is. Definitely very a very difficult game to talk about without potentially spoiling someone's mystery. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Mm. Which is why, like, when we were considering playing the game, originally we had slated to do, to play Outer Wilds for two weeks, but also do a podcast episode in the midst of playing it. And now after having played it for a bit, I can understand why it might be a little difficult to do so. Yeah. <laughs> Without yeah, just spoiling definitely. things for other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there could clearly be a value. Like, dude, we could have done crazy shit with this that would have made no sense. But like fucking YOLO. Like, it, like we could have been like, 
assigning people planets and shit like you explore this planet and report back like that would have been the craziest <laughs> shit ever um and actually now that i say that out loud i kind of love that but instead we are all going to explore every planet you hear me um no i'm just kidding um <laughs> that's, that's, right, right. that's right that's right um and you will hear about that next time guys i think we did it what do you think Indeed. yeah i think we're good to go mm -hmm. So yeah, next week, Outer Wilds, we'll talk more in depth. Until then, though, we'll just be shrouded in mystery. Just remember, though, <sighs> when you're out online, <laughs> sorry I interrupted you for this really dumb idea, but I just wanted to remind people that, um, like, I, how do I describe this? It's like, Take the time to, like, find something funny, you know? Don't don't just be scrolling through your Reddit or whatever the fuck and just mildly chorting at some shit, okay? Like, really find the mindfulness. Chorting? Chorting, like... Do you mean chortling? I don't know. Because I've never done it. <laughs> you said chorting. <laughs> never done it. I don't, think, I don't think chorting is a thing. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I liked your send-off. I liked your send-off. It was good, but... This was... Chorting is this not a like thing. This is like when I just like did a fucking like fucking segue on you guys. Like speaking of octopuses, and everyone's like, I just don't see uh, the connection. And I'm like, nice job, you guys, rolling straight <laughs> with it. <laughs> fucking teammates all the way. They're like, I don't technically. Can we? Yeah, can yeah, we get yeah, like yeah, a... yeah. Now I'm looking at the whiteboard here. Like, no, I know, I know you drew a line. This is all. This is you're why like, we you're all like... didn't go into improv acting. <laughs> because yeah, if yeah. we ever tried Say improv yes. acting, <laughs> Like, well, technically, this segue doesn't even make sense. Yeah, you're like, okay, where are we? Like, we're on a bus. Uh, no, we're not, because technically, like, <laughs> just like, get the fuck out of here. But get the fuck out of here. That's right. what we're gonna do. Goodbye. All right. Well, take care, everyone. B -b 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 Shorting. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Oh. No.